Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, perfectionists. Well, figured I'd have to give just a little um, producer's note at the top of this episode. This week, a lot of pop culture news came out, and um, this episode was pre-recorded, so we obviously were not able to discuss all the pop culture news, like Adam Levine, but at a later date, we will try to get to the Adam Levine news that we know everybody is looking for. This episode doesn't have that, but it is very, very fun and sweet and silly. The story about the girl with the ex-boyfriend is so funny to me. Anyway, please enjoy this episode of Perfect Person. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and I'm going to teach you how uh, this last week I had cereal and I just added a little bit of extra milk because nothing's worse than when the cereal gets too warm because the temperature of the cereal is hotter than the milk is cold. And when you don't have quite enough, then it's going to get warm. And then you're eating warm cereal and then you're okay, bear with me. And then you're on a situation where you're having warm cereal and it's like, what's this even about? You know, and I'm here with Will, a freelance guy who's hey, just sort of sitting in for, the, for the day, just for the day. Yeah, I've been on every <laughs> most of the episodes, but yeah, just sitting in for the day. Uh, <laughs> Freelancer, Will, what we're Will. But I up? will say, like, what you're describing, putting extra milk is like, doesn't that run the risk of getting soggy cereal quicker? No, because I'm eating it at breakneck speeds. You do I'm eat insanely fast. I'm eating it quick. I'm eating it quick. You're one of the fastest eaters I personally know, and I'm one of the slowest eaters I know. Really? Yeah. Now, I do. I've so- seen you just shove. Shovel food into your mouth. Well, because to me, life is about drinking your cup full. But what about savoring <laughs> it? What about savoring it? We're joined here by Jay Putnam, <laughs> longtime friend of mine. Uh, I would say arguably my first friend in college. Without a doubt, you were mine. Time-wise. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I met you the day before class. Totally. And uh, Jay Putnam's a writer. He's a poet. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's in, <laughs> he's an auteur. He's sort of, uh, he's a guy who I've brought to a couple of parties and then afterward girls are like, who's that? Mm-hmm. He's tall. He's tall. He's, he's handsome. Hand- he's handsome. He's single. He's single. Thank you. Yeah. And he's buff right now. He is. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was playing badminton with his shirt off yesterday and we yeah. watched him and he looked good. He looked really good. We'll yeah. put a photo in. We'll put a photo <laughs> in, in the, the video, video episode of, how, of Jay playing badminton yesterday. Yeah. Right here. Right here. But you're right next. But Jay, welcome to the show. Thanks, Thanks. So much for being here. I'm really happy to be here. This is exciting. Yeah. What, and and speak to speak to why you're excited. I'm friends with both of you. 
So that is huge. Yeah. So yeah. I get to be here in a room with both of you, talk right. to both of you, mm -hmm. meet some lovely people. I love meeting people. Oh, yeah. So I get to meet lovely people on the phone. <laughs> you said that to me before, yeah. You said I do you, love meeting people. It's yeah. my favorite. You said, do I want to go out to bars just to meet. I just want to meet all sorts of people, is what you said to all me. All kinds of people. Which feels suspect to me. No, yeah, I don't mean it, it. Like I mean people. Like Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> I have a question though. Miles is trying to move past that. <laughs> I have a question about your cereal thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, cool. So at this point, uh, early on, you were saying, the, so the, the milk is cold because it's in the refrigerator. Yeah. What kind of milk? Whole. Duh. So tasty. Duh. If yeah. you're drinking skim milk, you're not drinking What about 2%? No way. I like 2%. Sorry. That's like saying I like 2% joy. <laughs> 2% milk is for people who aren't winners. What is the 2% though? Whole milk is for winners and grinders. To the winners, the grinders, the high school outcasts, <laughs> drinking whole milk. <laughs> Brought to you by the Milk Advisory Board of, <laughs> of the United States of America. Got milk. I used to drink a gallon of milk a week in college. I was what? really a, a big milk guy. That's um, crazy. Yeah, that's it's crazy. And yeah. uh, like I would buy a gallon. I mean, I, it would be for cereal. It's not like purely for everything that I was just <laughs> drinking it. But I, I drank a glass. Now I do not do that. How was your cereal so hot? Like, was because you microwave it's hot it beforehand? And, no, no. That's but, like, a really good question. Mine's not <laughs> hot. Like, it's like, it's, it's like room temp. Barely. Like, yeah. We had a situation the other day. We got to move past this. We had Is a it outside in the sun? No, no, we got to just get <laughs> the show. <laughs> we got it. But just first, before we get the show going, yeah. we're going to get to your questions. We're going to get to your calls. And then I'm going to well, do some light housekeeping. And then once I freaking tell Jay how it works. Like housekeeping, like paying some bills and paying cleaning bills. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. yeah he's got to get, get up and sweep. <laughs> you, the, it was, it's hot in LA. So the cereal is sometimes hot in your cupboard. And so it's just hot. It's like warm. Were you like breathing on it or something? No, like, I don't have central AC, Jay. Yeah, but like I, I'm not a fat cat like you with your central <laughs> AC living in a nice neighborhood. You live uh, in the coolest neighborhood. You live in a nice neighborhood. Too. I do live in a yeah. nice neighborhood. But um, Jay, what, you're on the show here. And first of all, everyone who's been listening to the show, thank you so much for listening. The thing that you can do to help the show is you can subscribe and you can tell a friend, hey, by the way, these wacky boys have a little show. <laughs> and sometimes the advice is good and sometimes they get sincere. And by the way, speaking of, thanks to everybody who wrote, I, I sort of unveiled a little personal details last time about um, my trauma, my grief, my pain. And people really resonated with that. And I appreciate all the people who reached out because I was very sweet to hear that like people resonated with that story. And um, yeah, uh, any other housekeeping to do? Oh, we have social accounts for the show. Yeah, you can follow them. And if you have a remix uh, of uh, mm -hmm. Miles's Fire Rap, you can you can DM that account. You at can perfect DM person. that account. Yeah. At Perfect Person Pod? <laughs> yeah, at Perfect Person Pod on Instagram. We're going to ignore what Jay did. And um, Jay, what makes yeah. you qualified to be here today, to give the perfect advice, to give the people what they need? Okay, so, you know, you, I love to learn. The world is my, is my teacher, and I'm yeah. always absorbing new knowledge. Yeah. And I just want to share it, you know, and yeah, I've had the two of you <clears throat> as teachers, mm -hmm. which has been great. I mean, the, the two perfect people. And so when I get to be around you, I mean, oh, my yeah. God, it's a master class. So you just talked for perfection. like an hour. But what? <laughs> but what you took like an hour. But we and got, and we got to out. a good part. We and got to like, no, no, it's going to be a good soundbite. Another came out. No, it's going to be a good soundbite. What? <laughs> Look, hold on real quick. We should do thumbnails. 
We should do thumbnail for the video. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say housekeeping. Here's why I want you on the show. Yeah. You're a friend of mine. Yeah. But that actually has nothing to do. One of my best friends. You're you one are. of my best friends. Yeah. We met the first day before class. We're in first front class. of Psych 101. You said, are you looking for Psych 101? I said, yeah. No. Other way around. Reverse. That's what and I, meant. I mean, the metaphor, I said this at your wedding. Mm. The metaphor is not lost. I couldn't find the door to mm -hmm. my, the next, to where I was going. That's the next right. chapter, freshman year, first year of college. That's right. And you said, are you looking for the door? That's right. I showed you the door. I showed you the way. Showed you the door typically means fired. <laughs> I showed <laughs> And I kicked you right out of yeah, here. I showed you the door. <laughs> um, but I'm having you, because I also think that you're a good person to ask for advice. Thanks. Because you're one of the most anxious people I know. <laughs> <laughs> and he, Jay's got thoughts. You know what I mean? And I, I think am. your brain moves just at a rapid pace. You're, That's you're wrapping your mind around problems and you're solving them in the matter of seconds. Yeah. I mm. Thanks. Uh, I am an anxious person. <laughs> I, that's nice. Um, I've been in therapy. I've gone to therapy for a while. That's it's right. an amazing thing. I love it. It's mm -hmm. the best. It's, uh, it's the greatest. We know that you've been to therapy, but of course, as we've said before, we're better than therapy. That's right. I know it. You said that aloud. We're about to solve people's problems and um, all within the sort of click of a button. People are calling in from all over the world and they're worried. They're scared. And we're about... <laughs> So they don't know they're scared yet. They're just worried about they're it. They're worried and they're scared. And we're about to solve their problems, starting with this one. Woo! Hello and welcome to Perfect Person. What's up and where are you calling from? You're here with Miles Bonson. You're the dog. <laughs> Wait, this isn't the voicemail. I'm live. No, you're live. <laughs> People seem to have a real hard time distinguishing. Yeah, that's true. No, it's me. It's Miles. And you're here. I'm here with freelance associate oh, wow. Will and uh, my friend Jay. <laughs> Jay, nice Hi. to meet you. It's Hi, so Will. nice to meet you. I genuinely thought I'd get the voicemail. Oh, no, you're I'm here. Emma. I'm in New York. Hi, Emma. Emma from New York. Um, you know, I love New York and, um, you know, it's always a character. So what's your problem that you need solving about today? <laughs> City's always a character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of a funky one. Um, so I've lived here for a couple of years now and I have this group of kids. This is the friendship episode, right? Yes, this is the friendship episode. We forgot to say that at the top, but the theme that this week's call-ins are friendship. Colin, with your conundrums, your beefs, your fallouts, and more. We want to hear the dirt between little friends. <laughs> and go for it, Emma. Yes, love that. We okay, love. so... <laughs> I, I have this group of friends that I made when I moved here a few years ago, and I love them. Mm. But I've recently been feeling very weird about the fact that I'm always the one instigating our hangout. Mm. And it's getting to the point where I, I am naturally a planner, but I'm getting sick of always planning. And we're all at like different stages in our life. Some of them are still in school. I am not. Um, but it's getting to the point of just because I... I'm the first one to plan. I end up being the one who always plans. And I don't, mm. I don't know how to subtly tell my friends, mm. Hey, can someone else take the reins? I'm tired of always making the reservations. Oh, totally. This is, I think a pretty common problem. And yes. also like and a tricky one. The first problem that people have, I think in a, in a friend group is being like, I, cause everyone loves to be invited to stuff. 
Of course. God, don't I know it. It's you, my favorite. And when people are like, hey, we're hanging out here, then like that feeling is so good because it means I don't have to do any fucking And even work. if I'm just going to say, no, sorry, I don't feel up to it and yeah. play Magic the Gathering by myself, yeah. I get to feel like I was invited. Yes. Hypothetically. A hundred, even if I say no. I still feel good yes. about having been invited. Exactly, and I'm like, yeah. absolutely not. I'd never come and hang out with you, but I'm going to be hanging out at home. Yep. Now, <laughs> I've definitely been in that position and been like, I want to be invited places. I really want to. But then, like, you kind of can only control the agency that you have over your friend group. Yeah. And it's hard. It's a hard thing to yeah. ask unless you can be like, hey, guys, um, it's also, I think it's okay to broach softly, but once you've broached it, you can't really hit it over again and again. But being yes. like, Hey guys, I planned the last couple of hangouts. Would one of you want to ha want to plan a hangout? Like, you know what I mean? As soft as that. Yeah. Um. Like, I, I think that it doesn't need to be a huge, like, sit down big deal. Totally. But <laughs> intervention. An intervention. Hey, you guys are all suck, and I'm <laughs> somehow good. But no, I do think also hinting to them that you'd love to do something. I'd love to go to the roller rink. Wouldn't it be totally. fun if we yeah. went to the roller rink? Too bad we'll never go. <laughs> And then That's someone's going to step forward. You have to give people opportunities to rise to the occasion, I also think. I also think if you talk to some of these people That's individually and just sort of express some frustrations in the way that you talk to your friends, you're like, I always plan stuff and, you know, it's kind of a bummer. Like yep. people, if they care about you, they'll mm. take that note and go, okay, well, I should do this. But I also think, like, Miles is right. Like, you shouldn't believe that there's, you could just change everybody's natural tendencies, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, you can't necessarily oh, sure. get them to be like, totally different overnight and it you, it might be unrealistic to ever expect that but there could be more of a balance if right. you literally plan every single time you guys hang out it mm -hmm. sounds like you're actually to to add to this a little it sounds like you're very good at this as well and i would imagine that's something that your friend group values quite a bit because it's a rare quality to be able to do that and to corral people and bring them all together. Oh, yeah. And definitely. it sounds like you're probably giving them the ability and the strength and the more confidence to be able to get there down the line. Mm. And it's a little bit harder. It sounds like you're also in a little bit of a different part of or like a period of life, however, like small that difference might be. But maybe it's a little bit different with some of your friends being in school. And so with it, it sounds like, you know, this is something that they can come to as well. But yeah, I agree with all of them. Be open about it. Say what's up. Yeah, whatever and Jay usually, just said for 30 minutes. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I think you got to give people an uh, opportunity to rise to the occasion. Yeah, no, that's a really, that's a really strong point. And I think, no, that's all, that's all very good advice. Thank you all. Oh, of course. We're happy to of be course. here. I think okay. there's a learned helplessness Sick. that of like, if you're like one person does the planning, you're like, well, they're just going to do yeah. a better job than I would. Like then those people aren't flexing those planning muscles. So yeah. they're out of planning shape. You, you could know? bring people um, in to help. Say like, hey, I want to do this. Can you help yeah. me do it? Oh yeah, that's you can sort of. A friend teach of ours them. does that really well. Yeah, who? Um, Name our friend Kelly. Oh yeah, totally. She's really good at being like, mm -hmm. hey, I want to do this for this person. Let's all can, work together. Can we work together to do this? Mm -hmm. And then it becomes like this really fun team effort. Yeah. And then anybody who isn't involved. Yeah. We don't talk to her anymore. I've also. <laughs> <laughs> I've also Fair, found yeah. that people do like to help. They do. Or Big if they time. don't, or if they don't they even do. like that. And they like being involved. A hundred percent. Like yeah. people like to feel good about having helped. So like, that's something like we have a lot of these parties and both of you have both, you know, been uh, privy to, I'll be like, Hey, like, let's set up this thing. It'll be fun. You get people to come over early before the thing. And then we're just like extending the hangout a little yeah. bit. It rules. And I think it's like, it, it, that to me is um, the power of community. <laughs> because nice. the power <laughs> 
the power of community because to me community is so much about like people not help, the show not the show community with dan Harmon. the show is good though but it's about bringing people together and getting everybody to like work on something uh for the greater good of the group community community yeah does that does that solve your problem does that solve your problem it gets very close to solving my problem. Thank you so much, all of you. Yeah, much that's good to hear. Now, what um, a great day! You tell your friend group to get whip up into shape. I will. I will. I'll tell them to wake up. Bye, Emma. Bye, Bye Emma. Bye. Wow, what a lovely person. A He's lovely great. person. Yeah. Now, um, the thing about the dry cereal was like that's kibble. <laughs> if you're eating dry cereal, that's kibble. I knew somebody in college, and I don't know how true this is, but this is what I think it happened. They ate dog food. No. No, but different. No, so then <laughs> they, I don't know why we, were the dining, we were at the, we were at the dining hall, yeah. and this person starts eating dry cereal. I'm like, "Are you not gonna put milk in that?" Yeah, and they're like, "What?" I was like, "No, you're not gonna put milk in your cereal." Like, what? Mm, why would I? I'm like, <laughs> "That's crazy." That's how cereal works. Like, that's the thing. That's they grow up it, on like a commune. Without- no. Cows? I, that's, no. That would be such a good bit, honestly, to just like if, so you're, funny. if you're in college, just get a bowl of dry cereal, start eating it, and pretend you don't understand that milk is supposed like, to Like, if go this there. is a joke, it's, you know, what, 10 years later that I'm like, no, I'm crazy. Jay, funny, I'm sure man. it wasn't a joke, but man, it's such a funny joke. Oh, it's such a, a funny joke. joke. I've heard, you know what's even more foul than that? Tell us. Water. What? Just plain water, just drinking water, like water. hydration. No, 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 no. Water on the cereal. Water on the cereal. Yeah, that's terrible. You oh, know somebody who does foul. that? Foul. I've heard of it. I've heard <laughs> that's of crazy. it. That's crazy. Rumor has it. Well, Legend says that there are those who drink watery cereal. I mean, you're almost there, though. Before you know it, you're going to start putting ice in your milk to make sure it cools down yeah. your okay. hot cereal in For the sun. For someone who was just proven wrong about the ice thing the other day, I brought boba. And you said, I'm not going to put it over extra ice. And I said, you're oh, going to regret good, this. And I find that boba, because sometimes the milk is warm because they put it with the, like the mixture and the sweetener or whatever. And so then you got to put it on extra ice and uh, like another cup of ice. And then you do. <laughs> <laughs> I knocked my microphone. I would, Miles, I would love a boba right now. Can we pause and go get a boba? Eating food is something I love to do. (laughs) It's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me, because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like 
fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly. These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or, of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rafi's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. Let's answer another call here. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the call-in show where I'm trying to fix people's lives, baby. Where are you calling from? So, uh, my name is Emily and I'm calling from New Hampshire. Emily from New Hampshire. Let's give it up. <laughs> Emily! <laughs> I'm here with Dude, Does here anyone with- call it New Hampshire? <laughs> New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Let's go to the Shire. I have not heard anyone call it New Hampshire. <laughs> Let's go to the Shire. I like that's Jay. pretty good. Totally. Yeah, I'm here I've been with just like Lord of the Rings. my friend Jay, and then also freelance associate Will. Well, Hi, Emily. What's up, Emily? Hello. Welcome to Perfect this Person. This is perfect. I just got, I I just got over COVID, so I watched all the Lord of the Rings for the first time. So I'm, I'm oh my god, nice. with all the references. What now. do you think? Which was your favorite? <laughs> yeah, which was your favorite? Honestly, the first one was definitely my favorite. Oh, it's so good. Just the first one might I be the like best it, movie. It perfectly. I, you know what? I think you might be right. I just think it perfectly set up the whole trilogy. You know what yeah. I mean? Did you watch the extended version or the normal version? Let's get to the question, Jay. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, so- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen. This is what it was. <laughs> so I've got kind of an interesting dilemma. Um, Love it. I am currently living with my ex-boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> Ouch. Um, we, we broke up one month ago and we're still living together. Uh, we were together for about three and a half years and living together for one year. And we're trying to, you know, be friends, (laughs) but the longer that we live together while broken up, I think that the harder it is to do that. And he is the one, he's the one that's supposed to be moving out. Um, the apartment is going to be mine because, I'm a preschool teacher, so I'm going to be at my job for the next, you know, school, this past school year. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I'm just trying to figure out how to be friends, but also how to set boundaries. Yeah. So when you said that he was, I got a million questions, but That's, the first yeah. one is yeah. you said that he's going to move out. 
When is that supposed to happen? He put in his notice at work. So he, his last day of his job is at the end of this month. So in my head, I was saying, okay, end of this month, he's probably not going to want to stick around very long while he's not making any money. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he told me, uh, yesterday that he is planning on going on a week-long road trip with his potential roommates because he has people he wants to live with. But then he was talking to me. He was like, yeah, I think that our friend is going to have a Halloween party. And I said, wait a minute. You're, are, are you planning on being here yeah. on Halloween? Like how, how long is this going to last? But that's a really difficult conversation to have because I don't want to feel like him to feel like I'm kicking him out. You know, you should kick him out. Sometimes people call. Okay. So this is a phenomenon that sometimes people call asking for permission and we're giving you permission that you you need to kick your ex-boyfriend out of your apartment. I think that it's like, if it's already, you guys broke up a month ago and he's planning on staying here through October to the Halloween. Like you just got to be like, Hey, look, I'm ready to move on with my life. I get that. Like you have your needs and whatever, but like, you have your friends now, right? Totally. And if you're going to be yeah. a friend to someone, then friendship is about understanding each other's needs and boundaries. And you don't have to do this friend favors. You've already given the favor of like, all right, great. You said you were moving out. You gotta go. But also my other question is, is there like, if you're still friendly with each other, is there tension in the apartment? Like, sexual or anger tension because Mm -hmm. it's like breakups can be intense, but also if you live with your ex, who you clearly shared chemistry with that can be right. (laughs) So, um, the breakup was actually like pretty amicable, which I think is the best case scenario due to the fact that we still live together. Um, he, he really cited his reasons as being like, he wants to do a lot of traveling, which is totally valid and sounds really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am a teacher. I've always wanted to be a teacher. So my, my job has me stay in one place for at least 10 months out of the year. Shut up. So, so, you know, that was like kind of one of the biggest things. And I had like, I just, we were drifting apart, you know, things, things happen. Things are sad. So you're saying it was kind of a mutual deal. Like you guys were both kind of like, you know, this is maybe run its course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but there are definitely times where, you know, maybe I'm feeling sad or he's feeling some kind of way and I want to talk about it. And yeah. I'm very like, like to talk about feelings and he is very much like one note will say like, okay, to everything that I say. So it's really hard for me to get a read about how he is feeling. Mm. And it's just so easy to slip back into like old patterns and like do basically what we were doing while we were dating. Yep. And so when mm-hmm. that happens, it is really easy to be like, you know what? This is exactly what we would do. But like before we could kiss and like have sex and now we can't. And okay, that so I was, is, I was gonna be my well, the question. other question was, yeah. are you guys still still, still hooking up despite being broken up? I prefer up? the term porking. Will said porking. No. I'm saying kissing, horking up. Okay, cool. But it well, sounds like there we is- We have neither kissed nor porked. But there, it sounds like there is emotional intimacy going on, at For least sure. from your end. I mean, how do you separate from that? You get so hard to separate. I think you just gotta, it's like one and done. And here's the thing about like exes and stuff like that. It always feels good to put on old shoes, but you know they still got the stank on them. <laughs> 
I've given this advice to so many people, Jay included. But totally. You th- always with exes, it's just always easy to get back into it because it's someone you clearly share chemistry your with. Your foot is built. Your foot is totally. stretched the leather in the way that you like. Yeah, baby. It sounds like you're both very healthy individuals, but that it's just <clears> time for you to like, you have as much space in here as, as anybody does and you have the needs here too. And it yeah. sounds like you have such like clear reasoning. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy conversation yeah. to have, but it's a necessary one. And it sounds like completely yeah. valid. Yeah, yeah. I, I 100%. And I would say- And thoughtful. Like, yeah, the most thoughtful thing you can do is to just not necessarily say, I'm kicking <laughs> you out, but like, I want a clear plan of yeah. when you're moving out. And I want to mm-hmm. understand what, because it sounds like you haven't explicitly had the conversation. And I think- of like what the exact date is and what his actual plan is. And he doesn't seem to have a plan yet. No, that's okay. But you need to know what he's thinking and you need to be like set a firm date when he's like, okay, even if she does, he doesn't have an apartment. He's going to go stay with a friend for a couple of weeks or whatever. Are you in the same bedroom still? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. That's tough. You were hiding that from us. You were hiding that from us. You were so hiding that from us. Come on. You were hiding that from us. Okay. Everything you have said is I have thought about 100 million times, but here, here is the thing is that he is trying to move with these two friends that he made. So he's like, I've got these people that I want to live with. If, he doesn't like get those plans sorted out within a reasonable time frame, which by this point has passed. Um, mm-hmm, he right. has to move back to Connecticut with his dad, which I would feel really bad if he would have to do that. Cause I know that he doesn't want to have fun in Connecticut. Thanks for playing. <laughs> yeah. You got it. You, you just, it's totally. not your problem anymore. And that's the trouble with, so I've seen also this happen with people. They break up and then it's like, you still, it's hard. Cause if you're, especially if you're together three years, you still have the spreadsheet of shit that he needs to get together in your brain oh. going at any given time. And you're like, Oh, well he's clearly working on this. Well, Oh, Hey, don't forget to call your mom for her birthday and hey by the way you have to pick up this stuff from the store because you're always going to forget you know this person intimately but these problems are not your problem anymore go ahead jay you're also you know if this is happening here you know you're at a point where things have changed and so at this moment you know it's not it's not wrong to say like hey i know this has been like this was the case but things have changed now and you also have to move on too like you need that space yes as well to do it and like if it, it puts people in sort of a, a it, this is a transitionary period. And it's going to put him in one as it does you too. Yeah. Um, you don't need to be the one that takes the brunt of that throughout the process. Like yeah. you can be open and honest with it. Yeah. And those things can change. And that's just the nature of the thing. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, it's, it can be tough, but that's just the reality of it. And it's very okay. Yeah. And the only way to move on for both of you is to spend time separately and not sleep in the same damn bed. Are you, and, and uh, I have a t- we got to get back to that. Yeah. Are you, is it a particularly like really nice? How mattress? big is the bed? How big is, is the bed? it a full? Is it a full? It, oh no, it's a queen. Not big enough. If it's a queen, we want a California king. The, yeah, you get California king. Maybe you're in a. In a, you're in a <laughs> do you guys have additional roommates in your apartment? No. Do you have another bedroom or living room? Uh, we do, but we when we were originally talking about it, I was like, when I thought that he wasn't going to be staying here for super long, I was thinking in my head, like, is it worth rearranging the entire apartment? But now that it's looking like it's going to become a longer uh situation no, i am really situations thinking the situation's changed no the situation's worth- no you're, i understand his ass to the couch totally i understand your thought process the situation's changed the situation's well, changed i think that i think you don't have to kick him out necessarily but you can say look 
I know that you're you're depending on your friends, yeah. Uh, and you you can even offer to like keep his stuff in your apartment uh, if you you know depending on the timing of the move. But like he can either move out and stay with a friend for a couple weeks, or he can sleep on the couch. Like you cannot, you have to indicate that he can't just stay like in for an indeterminate amount of time, and that you're just totally fine with it. Yeah, you are crafting the minds of the youth. With knowledge totally. that, that is unsurmountable, and he's what planning on move, moving moving in with two perverts in Connecticut or whatever the hell. I mean, you gotta get this guy out of here. But I do think you look. It's it's tough to move on from an ex, and then you have chosen one of the more difficult routes to move on from an ex. You're in the same bed, yeah. and like, let's be honest, are you cuddling? And be honest with us, because you tried to hide the other thing. Yes. What What is your question? What was your question? I are didn't you, hear it. Are you cuddling and and or touching while you're sleeping? No, <laughs> no, not at all. It's I so weird. I believe it's like, it. I don't like believe it. It's like an invisible wall. There's it's an... like there's a wall. I'm going to tell you guys something. <gasps> Here's the thing. Okay. Is that he has and continues to sleep naked. And I have stopped doing that, you know, because I was like, that's weird. I'm calling, I'm calling the police. I'm calling the. I'm, I'm <laughs> calling this is the, this is a lot. This is a this lot. This is hard. You got if he. You have to be like, dude. Put on some fucking clothes. You're still seeing his wang piece. You're still you seeing his sleep? wang piece. If he's going up and going no. to use the bathroom, is he's hanging dong or is he being really sneaky? It's it's like sneaky. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. It could be one of those things too, you know, where like. Let's just like throw some ideas at the wall um, where you do one of those scenarios like that movie, The Breakup, where it's like, oh, tape, uh, uh, duct tape. No, I thought like really go for it. You know, throw random parties. Oh, but here's the thing. That's secondhand dong that's hanging free in your apartment. Yeah. You can't be allowing that to happen. No. You got to say, I, I, you got to put some pants on, bro. bro. First and, and foremost. Uh, and also sleep on the couch. And then I'm planning on you being out by the end of the month. You need to say that to him. And you need to be like, look, I've enjoyed our time together. We are amicable. But I have to start moving on with my life. Part of that moving on means having reconnecting with your friends, having them over to the place, and establishing friendships outside of your relationship. That stuff is all really important if you're trying to be a single person. Like, especially if you've been in a relationship for a long time, it's important for you to reestablish your life solo. And it's harder to do that exactly. if this guy is hanging brain. And it's going to be a lot. It's going to be, it sounded like, it, or it sounds like you ended well. And that this period, while it has been like confusing in some ways, has also been like for the most part, okay. Meaning that um, you guys can probably like, if this continues, it might take that away. Space will help like help foster that friendship more and more, which would be really yeah, good. If, I, if that's important agree. to hold on to. Yeah, well, and and I just think he'll understand this if you say, look, I need to move on. And if you feel bad about kicking him out at the end of this month, you can give him another couple of weeks. But like he has to figure this out, whether that's moving home temporarily and you, he leaves his stuff with you. Like you don't have to be an asshole, but it's not an asshole thing to say, hey, I need to move on with my life. Yeah, I can't be seeing right. your flaccid little pecker around my apartment anymore. Th that detail. <laughs> that yeah, that is was some real flowery language. Thank that you, was, Jay. That was flowery, Jay. <laughs> And uh, that's, it's unbelievable. And not to pile on, but what does he do for work? He, he, well, he's still finishing up. He's there until the end of the month. He's been working at like a local co-op 
He's an unemployed nudist working at a fucking granola store. Get this guy out of your space. I'm sorry, man. He's got to get out of there. Miles is heated. This is like because and I, because you sound this very classic, sweet. Miles. You sound very sweet, and you're being hey, very awesome. You're being very accommodating to this guy who's like can't get his shit together. But it's just it's not on you to get get his shit together for him anymore. You've you've uh, right. you're, you're moving on, and you're getting your. But sh- again, your you can life. offer him more of a grace period if you. But you just yeah. you need to make it clear, like you've got a month <laughs> to fucking figure it out. You have to move out on October fifteenth. If it's not the end of September, whatever the fuck. <laughs> like you, you can convey this in in a direct, kind way. He will understand. He will agree. Like yes, you do need time to move on. The like, audacity of of this guy to as, be nude. As someone might cultivate crops at a co op, <laughs> mm. you too must mm-hmm. find space for your own farm and garden to flourish. And if he's there, yeah, walking through the walking through the garden, what happens to the plants? That's right, Jay. Really and right. if he refuses, I'm out of here, guys. Thanks so much. Really, <laughs> that was that was really really beautifully put. Wow, thank you. That's right. If he refuses to move out, wow. you just got to start going on dating apps, bringing people home to bang, being making you know. Oh yeah. my god! Don't mind my nude ex boyfriend. <laughs> We're gonna fuck in the bedroom in our in our shared bed. Yeah. <laughs> He's cuddling up. Anyway, yeah, uh, you're doing great. You just got to be a little firmer with him, and uh, hopefully right. he's not going to get firm with you, if you know what I'm saying. Ooh, I know. Horrible, but um, yeah, I do but understand. Thank you so much for calling in, and um, yeah, you Emily sound great. Emily forever! You rule uh, Emily forever! Well, thank you all. I think I just, I needed someone to hear it. My friends have been telling me, they're like, just rip the bandaid off. Just do it. But you know what? Having just telling you guys about it, it does. I'm like, okay, even if people who don't know me say this, then maybe that is exactly what I need to do. And oh, definitely. And we're better than therapists, of course. And we're better totally. than therapists, and we always have been. True. <laughs> New yep. Hampshire for life. My therapist isn't perfect, so. <laughs> That's totally. <right>. New Hampshire. <laughs> New Hampshire. <laughs> Keep crushing it down there in the Shire, and we'll talk to you later. Totally. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much. Let us know what you think of the Rings of Power. (laughs) Yeah, enjoy Lord of the Rings. (laughs) It's a solid piece of work. All right, bye-bye. Have you guys been watching that show? No, Sarah's been watching it. It's been cool. That was a great call. Great call. Highlight call. That was good. That was really good. I mean, we got some details later in the call that it was just... That was funny. Are you sleeping in the same bed? Oh, he's sleeping... It's just like... Oh, oh, this is so much worse than you initially let on. But I this know. is the thing. Like, I do think there are so many financial incentives um, to like, you know, splitting rent versus paying your own like rent. Like dependents and taxes yeah, right. and write-offs. Well, and- but that's just for marriage, Jay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait. Jay's into tax law. Um, no, 100%. Um, and but, it makes it hard to be like, okay, I know we're done, but like now you got to go. Like that's hard if somebody yeah. doesn't have, you know, they're not independently wealthy. It's also totally. like something that people need to, like, I know that exes need to be, all sorts of exes are like, let's be friends. And I don't mean like people you dated casually. I mean, like when people are like, you're, we're dating for a long period of time, then we break up and then we're like trying to be friends right away. I kind of always am just like, I don't think that works. You need I don't yeah. think space. It, you need some space because you have to reestablish your life as a single person. And then maybe you guys can be friends in a couple months. Yes. Maybe, but, but like you need to re People forget what like friends in that regard, I think that you kind of like, you overthink yeah. what friends are. Friends can be in like, there's so many iterations of what a friendship can of be. Of course. And sometimes they're a little bit more distant. They, they go through their own flow. Yeah. And you end this relationship, you're like, okay, great. Now you're my best friend. Mm-hmm. No, not really. No, not really. Not and really. Also, the that's ex- the crazy part. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, Jake. Cat in the hat. Yep. <laughs> There's a cat in this magician's hat. Just like you're a little scared There's about it. There's a cat. I, I think Jay doesn't understand Dr. What? Dr. Seuss. No, Jay didn't, didn't understand anything. That, that wasn't, I meant a magic uh, reference. Oh, a cat. But it was a rabbit in the hat. It was a rabbit in the hat. Uh, to me, also, like, yeah, you're totally right, Jay. Thanks. Friendship. <laughs> friendship means a lot like it's like that's have, crazy we're also we're talking about friendship for the show that's the theme of the show that's, yeah that's why she called in oh my god okay i'm remembering it all now yeah don't touch will's like <laughs> so Thanks. but i do think like, yeah you're like friends when you break up like that the ties and the anchors of emotional intimacy are still there even totally. if you're not having sex even if you're whatever like you're still going to want to reveal to that person more than you necessarily would to like even a close friend and it's like that's not their responsibility anymore totally Let's take another call. Let's take yeah. another call here. Is this my camera? Hello and Jane welcome. Will. Welcome to Perfect Person. What's your name and where you're calling from? Um, oh my gosh. I'm in Nashville. We love Nashville. Yeah, my friend Jay's here. He was just living in Nashville. I for moved a while. To the, I lived there for like five and a half years. Wow, amazing. I um also love it here, but it's kind of getting annoying. Yeah, I okay. get that. Will is also here. Will what is up? the associate freelance co-host. Now, what is your problem that you're calling about today? My problem is um, I did something bad to a friend um, and I want to know in what scenarios do you try to reach out and mend the friendship versus just letting that person be? We're going to need some specifics. We're going to need some specifics. Now, here's the caveat I'm going to give you. If you would like us to use a fake name. We certainly can if you don't if you want to remain anonymous about what you did to your friend. Totally. Okay. How about this? What if we call you Abby? We can restart it. We'll okay. restart it. We're here with Abby, who has requested that we use a fake name. Abby, what mm -hmm. did you do to your friend? Okay. So I basically dated her ex. Okay. It's okay. as simple as that. Mm -hmm. I was friends with him. I was best friends with him, but they dated and then they broke up. Yeah. And then to put it simply, we dated. Yeah. And now we're not. Okay. Got it. I have a follow-up. Um, and I feel bad. Okay. okay. Now, the dating a friend's exes is rife with controversy and wildness. However, sometimes, Abby, I'll say that sometimes the concern of dating a friend's ex is a little overblown. Yeah, it depends a lot on it the situation. It depends a lot mm -hmm. on the situation. It's not, I don't think it labels you as an evil person. I don't think you're some sort of witch, mm -hmm. <laughs> witch or wizard here. <laughs> I think you're not some sort of demon. I think that everything's right. going to be okay. And also, it's like, yeah, because yeah, I, I know situations where it seems like it's wrong, and I also know situations where I'm kind of like, I don't think it's that wrong. I think it's probably fine. Jay, go ahead. Oh, I wanted to ask, how long had your friend and this and uh, her partner been broken up before Great you started question. dating them? This is why I say that I did something bad. It's because they had a bad breakup, okay. and then it was... It had to have been just a few months later. Wow. Okay, and so, so mm -hmm. my question is not whether I'm in the wrong, because I feel like that I've accepted that, but uh -huh. I don't know if I should just let it be, let her live her best life, 
or try to reach out because this is also one year later. Oh, okay, got wow. it. So this happened okay. a year ago. Okay. And you okay, when, Abby, wow. when you, when you started dating your friend's ex, did your friend be like, hey, what the fuck? And you had a falling out? We had a convo. I told her what was up. She said, I support this. I think it's great. And then but she said, but this friendship cannot continue. Got it. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, okay. So that's interesting. Uh, a lot of layers to this. You a lot handle, of layers to this, Abby. It's if I may, from the little we know, there's like you handled things well. Yeah. In the midst of all this, like you had a conversation with your friend. That's important and critical. Your friend, you communicated well. Things have ended. You gave. You've given time. Mm-hmm. Do you, how? Tell me mm-hmm. this. Like this uh, friend, you said the partner, the your you all's now mutual ex, I suppose is. Mm-hmm. Um, was your best friend, was she also one of your best friends? She was a close friend, yes. Okay, so it would, it is like, it is an important friendship that you're like, would like to get back. Potentially. Correct. Okay. Got it. Now it's been a year. Now in the last year, have you have not really communicated much? Have you seen this, this friend around uh, because they're a part of your group or is it sort of like it was kind of, you cut ties and you haven't seen them around? have not seen them. This is another interesting layer, though. She blocked me at first a year ago, and then she reached out to me in the spring, just being like checking in. Huh. And then she, so she's reached out to me once since, and then I've reached out to her once since. But we haven't had a real conversation. Okay, my question is, do you have her email? Her email. Or phone number, I guess. No. Well, the reason I asked about email is because I feel this is just how I would do it. Take it or leave it. Um, But I feel like this is where you write a heartfelt letter and you don't have a conversation where you say, you you outline everything you want to say. Like, I care about you. I feel like I did this wrong. um, And I miss you in my life. And I'd love to find a way to reestablish contact. You could do this in like a DM or whatever too, but... I just feel like an email is going to be a little more uh, substantial, uh, easier, harder to ignore. Mm. And uh, any any way that, or d- write her a letter to her address, like anything that just like she'll get something and have to read the contents of the letter. And you're not you're leaving it totally balls in your court. You say, like, I, I get it if you don't want to be friends anymore at, at all. But I miss you. And I know what I, I feel I regret what I did. And I. Again, I don't think you're a witch. I don't think you're a demon, as Miles uh, <laughs> said previously. Yeah. To be honest, this is the kind of thing that happens a lot, and it doesn't have to be a friendship ruiner, especially if there's been time for her to process her feelings. You've processed this whole thing yourself. Yeah. Like, I would just write a long one-page letter that just is like, I want you in my life. Uh, yeah, and I think that that's not a bad idea. An email is not a bad idea. I also think that, like, if you don't want to write an email, a coffee, hey... Totally. I'd love to get coffee with you and catch up. Um, I feel bad about how everything went down and I miss you. Like, I think that approaching this with this with a sense of empathy where you get where she's coming from is always going to be better. Now, even though, like, did you, this I think helps the answer too. Did you have the conversation with her before you started dating the ex or after you were dating and you wanted to let her know? Um, it was like before we made things official. 
But right. So there okay. was there was maybe canoodling happening and you were like, we got to probably. Correct. Yeah, you got it. There was some canoods. I think that you have. How old are you? I'm 23. I think that 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 to me, I wouldn't give yourself too hard of a time on this because like you're 23, especially at your age when like friend groups are small, people are still like dating around your dating pool is a lot smaller, especially if this person was like a close friend of yours. I wouldn't give yourself too hard of a time. Now, that being said, I don't think that she did anything wrong either by being like, I can't be friends with you because she probably just didn't want to see the pain of her ex around that time. I think that you got to establish a uh, a tether to be like, let's rekindle this friendship. Yeah. Now, go, you could go to a coffee, you could do whatever, but also you got to go into it knowing that like, if her feelings are still hurt, all you can do and control is be like, hey, I'm here for you. I'd love to be friends again. And then it's uh, the ball's in her court. And if yep. she feels like it's too painful to get in, mm-hmm. you have to understand that too. But totally, I think that like you should reach out and be like empathetic. Be like, I'm sorry with everything went down. Like we're not together even anymore. And like it taught me a lot about uh, our friendship. Just you know, sort of spin the web here. And uh, I think that it's all going to be okay. Now yeah. I will say, I've been in this exact situation before. <clears throat> A couple times, actually. Is that true? Maybe the one one really big one comes to mind. Okay. I was dating somebody for around a year, and then we broke up. Uh, and it was sort of like we were on a break, and I went away for the summer, and then I came back to school, and I was kind of like, oh, maybe we'll rekindle things or whatever. Came back to school. A friend of mine from a long time prior had started dating my ex, and this was very hurtful to me at the time because I hadn't, I didn't know and other people knew and they sort of weren't telling me and whatever. And then it was brought up to me. Now, I was upset about it at the time, but I think more I was upset because I just like wasn't in a great place. And then it, it fractured the friendship between me and this person. It started out totally amicable, but then it was like, oh, I don't want to see you around with my ex just because like the pain of that mm-hmm. was so recent. Now, that being said, Years later at this point, through several circumstances, I rekindled my friendship with this person and it was like so lovely. And of course, right. like it, at time, I feel like, especially if you have a close friendship, time around that stuff as time passes, especially if you're 23, that stuff fades. It really like, does. The, the relationship of like, oh, you dated my ex and whatever, that stuff all fades away. And it's just like, well, ultimately what you're looking for is just to have a friend that you can have around and that's going to be the more important thing to you. Totally. This is a messy mm-hmm. situation no matter what. I think you actually, from what we know, you handled it really well and your friend handled it well too and very maturely. Yeah. I think with this part, if like what they were saying earlier, if this is important to you, you have every right to reach out and like kindly say, let's let's catch up, speak your piece about how you feel and what you sort of envision or or would hope for. But then, like what Miles was saying next, then the ball's in her court, and patience becomes like the like the patience in the healing becomes really important because y'all's friendship needs to heal now too, and that's great, yeah. and that is like very doable. Also, because like they were saying earlier, you built this like set it up from the beginning, like you know, you have the conversations, you did the stuff, you dealt with it as it came. So to come back on the other end and be like, Hey, I missed this because of, you know, X, Y, Z. That's like pretty cool of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, again, I just recommend an email. I love a long heartfelt email. I've done it many times in my life. Uh, sometimes just to say how much I care about somebody, you know, <clears throat> I was talking, somebody messaged me on Facebook recently being like, 
I found a letter you wrote me about my dating life. God, I don't remember what that was. I don't remember what's in that. I'm sure it's really embarrassing. Whoa. Something I wrote in college, but like, <laughs> I love a letter. And it, to me, it's very almost romantic. Like I save uh, mine. Like you, you, you just, it's a good way. For, that's just a way that I like communicating feelings because you have yeah. time and thoughtfulness yeah, behind sure. it. Um, and physical mm-hmm. mail also is great. But like, if you know that she's going to, if you think she'll text you back or whatever, like, you can, you know, uh, I would just reach out in, in a compassionate way and try to set up a hang and like maybe you go and have coffee and it does seem like things are still weird and they won't be fixed. But I I actually bet that this goes away. Like I bet she's not as nearly as upset about it now. You could also yeah. write something and hold mm-hmm. on to it with the idea of like maybe reading it to her so you have your thoughts well thought out and then if it, there isn't totally. a response then sending it Talking via email. Or you could uh, at that point <laughs> send it via email or uh, like um, what's the other one letter. Yeah. Jay's too close <laughs> to the mic, but anyway, okay. um, but yeah, does this help? Does this sort of speak to your situation we got going on here? This does. I was pretty much, I wanted to reach out, but I've gone back and forth. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. Reach out because look, and again, you you can only control what you do. You and your can't control what are she good. does. Your intentions are good here. You can only right. control you being like, I want to reach out to this person. If she says no, ah, you know, that'd be a bummer, but you've done what you could. But even that is like, is mm-hmm. a step in the right direction. Even that is like, that could be the first thing where the patient's like, if you're yeah. reaching out slowly over time, that could warm over time. You're right. You could reach out. She could be like, I'm mm-hmm. not ready. And then a couple months later, be like, hey, just checking up on this would love to, you know, like I think that it's, yeah, friendship is to me such an important thing. And especially like from college relationships, the little stuff fades. It, like you dated Life my is ex. long. Yeah, life is long and fruitful. Hey. Hey. Anyway, Abby. Um, All right. But hopefully this is helpful. Um, you're going to get through it and it's going to be great. I, w- I really wouldn't give yourself too hard of a time for what you did. Yeah, you didn't uh, do anything did. super you, wrong. You didn't do anything super wrong. And also like, at that, at your age, that is happening so much because people's dating pool is small. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah, I just, I think you should definitely, if you haven't already, like, it, it sounds like you, you say, I, I feel like what I did was wrong. That's totally acceptable. But like, don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah. Like, this doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you a person. To just be honest, makes you a perfect, a perfect mm-hmm. person, actually. Yeah. We. Wow. Right. <laughs> Congrats, Abby. Congrats, Abby. Thank you. Abby, thank you so much for calling. You take it easy, all right? You too. Have a good day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. These these calls today have been um, a little bit more serious than some calls we've gotten in the past. Yeah, people, they're they're a little more sincere, especially that last one. I think friendship is a topic that is sort of underexplored in a lot of ways because with dating, there's sort of codes and signals for how this is all supposed to work. Like there's movies you can watch when you get dumped or whatever, but like friendship can get weird. Friendship can get strange. And it, 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 they take a long time too. Yeah. Yeah. And there's way less of a set like rules and societal codes about it. There's lots more variation. And I think that that's what makes it hard. No, Uh, I agree. Yeah. This is nice. I mean, I could do this all day. No, (laughs) 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 that brings us to the final segment of our show. Jay, um, it's a segment we like to call Get Real. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, Jay, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. Yeah. That's Happy awesome. to be here. Happy to be here. Yeah. That's good. Thanks. Is this now, a new track? Yeah. 
Not new from last. We had it last week too. I haven't finished last week's episode. You're a bad friend. Now, Jay, you're somebody who has always been so important to me. That's nice. Thank you. How do you feel that our friendship has grown from where it started to where it is now? I think, okay. Amazing question. Yeah. So I think that. <laughs> you playing me off? No, I'm playing louder. I think when we met, we were very honest with each other very at the beginning. We were very understanding of each other, and we met each other right where we are. And I think as that's grown, it's been really exciting. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's a short loop. I know I gotta extend the song. <laughs> I think it's it's um I've been really ex- it's been exciting and like gratifying to me to watch it grow, to watch us go into different stages of life. Take also like sort of like go with the ebb and flow of the way that like we've had yeah. periods where we haven't talked quite as much. Sure. Like for long periods. Like yeah. it's been like multiple years. We'll talk like once every six months or something. Now I see you again like what, three, four times a week? Yeah, like, of course. And it's the best to have that back. But with it, there's been this like really incredible core of understanding and trust in the middle of it that has has been very fulfilling to me yeah. as we've uh, as we've grown and to watch that be a center to like both encourage to encourage each of us as we've as we've you know come together and gone apart. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Thanks. Now, you're somebody who. Um, is very upbeat, very positive. Okay, cool, sick. Okay, <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right, live it up. Uh, do you feel now? You're somebody you deal with anxiety, all that stuff. Yeah. Do you feel comfortable sort of settling into the into the sadnesses of your days, or do you sometimes feel like you want to? brush this aside because that's something I've been thinking about recently that I'm like toxic positivity is a word for it but I think that sometimes I have been like maybe I should acknowledge the sad parts of my day more so I'm wondering if that's a thing that you feel as well absolutely I think that I am a very anxious person and things can sway me very easily and I have become pretty I grew up in a a pretty optimistic Mm -hmm. uh, like lovely household which yeah. I'm grateful for and that's that's continued on and and as I've grown you know just life in general understanding the ups and downs of things so with it it's been really interesting or, or it continues to be really healthy I think to understand the dynamism of a situation like the good and the bad of it let them live in their places and to not try to control either one yeah and and to to be a part of it there's this like I was talking to my therapist recently and this like great thought where he was like, a lot of times when this emotion kind of rushes past, it's about sort of like, like when a stampede is running past and you like stand still in it, like let it go around you. Don't try to fight it. Just let it be there. Let it run around you and kind of envelop you. Cause that way it's not affecting, but you're able to like see it, witness it. Yeah. Understand it and learn from it as a result. And it becomes a lot fuller throughout that. Yeah. Like the Simba Lion King thing. Totally like that. Where Simba's in the middle and all the the wildebeest. First movie I ever saw in theaters. I did. Me. Lion King? Lion King. My parents took me, you know, I was 
probably three. Um, God, Thanks for coming good. on, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally feel that though. I, I'd say, yeah, to me recently, something I've been like trying to think of and work on is like, oh, if I'm feeling like darkness or sadness, try to like enjoy that as well. Even I mean, that sounds it's like, so stupid, but like note it to enjoy, note it and like feel it. Don't try to like push it away and be like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Like try to let myself think through that process. So totally. that way, like, I can acknowledge it and I'm not like pushing things away. Yeah, you don't need to like dwell in it, but yeah, right. you can, you can like under, you can like uh, let it be what it is. But then I think great to like, lucky <laughs> for me, I have a lot of great friends here and yeah. elsewhere right. that I also can reach out to in these moments if it becomes particularly difficult and be like, Hey, this is what I'm feeling. Can you, can we discuss it? Right. And that's really helpful to put things into perspective because so often it's like, yeah, cool. It's okay. All this is fine. Like right. relax and breathe. Yeah. And that's been nice. Yeah, and I, I get that. I would just add that, like the the toxic positivity of pretending everything's perfect, mm. it will only like the idea that you can't feel a bad thing, mm -hmm. like or it's going to totally derail you, is just really not emotionally healthy. And I think mm. I tend a little towards that, where yeah. I'm like, I I don't want to acknowledge the bad stuff as much. And I think that. I think there's just a fine line between acknowledgement and then just like being swept under, you know? Yeah. And right. I think that's the hard thing to find, but I, yeah. I completely agree. And well said, Jay. Well Thanks. Said, and you too. Jay. Miles, why are you yawning? I don't know. Maybe I ain't going to have sleep. Probably not. <laughs> All right. This is sleep is the window to the soul. Jay, thanks so much for coming on to the show. Um, you're obviously one of my best friends in the whole world, and I love you. I love you. This rules. I love yeah. it here. So That's nice. I, I love you, Jay, and I, I think that um, I don't know if this is the best form for this, but I do think we should pop up that badminton photo and maybe list his handle. So if people are interested, yeah, if people want to date um, Jay, hit Jay's hit Jay's DMs up. Sure. Does he have social media? I he do. He just got back on Instagram I after did. lambasting it for years. <laughs> But he was like, I want to date people in LA, so I'm going to get on Instagram. So if you're in LA and you think this picture is hot, send Jay a couple spicy DMs. No, oh. no I mean, they can just be normal. They can be normal, and then unless they sort of then evolve, and it's like you're sending poetry back and forth. <laughs> oh. Send a poem to Jay. Jay, have you ever written an erotic poem? No. Want to try? Mm, right now? Okay. There it was. Just another puppy in the litter. This must be erotic. <laughs> it was snowing. But so sunny. And and rip tip top. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> As always. You can follow the show at Perfect and Pod. You can uh, tell your friends about the show. And um, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Get out there and solve the world's problems. See you on the next episode, With guys. The power of your heart. But follow Jay's me not at be w on I will post in the next couple of months. Will's big post coming soon, <laughs> December 1. <laughs> Everyone follow that, Will. <laughs> December one to kick off the holiday season. That's, That's right. right. Hit us up with uh, other guests that you would like to see on the show. And um, feel free to throw me in there. Shut up, Jay. <laughs> Have a good day, everybody. <laughs>